but it's really funny because I talk about the episode before starting recording and then the moment I start recording I get so nervous and my voice seems so different and I am lost for words but I'm gonna try my best here hello everyone and welcome to the mindful storyteller podcast this is the first episode I am your host Nila and today we are going to be talking about the harsh world of self-love now self-love is something that we have talked about it over and over again and for some reason we never seem to get it quite right and I would like to discuss and explore that with you more in this episode. I think in the culture that we live nowadays, there is a strong emphasis of self-love and self-care. And most of the times people interchange the both words, even though I think that they are completely different things. But with today's uh, rise of social media, I feel like there is more of an isolation, a worse isolation of people than there has ever been because we talk about self-love but only on a superficial level. And I will explain that more throughout the episode, but it seems that we get a very um how would say it, we get a very a very drastic stance on what we think about self-love and it's either one way or another and there can not there can be nothing in the middle and i am a huge believer of balance it's something that i try to incorporate in all of um, every moment of my life and so i think there should be a balance with self-love too now from one side there is something about there's something to say about the guilt of self-love And I think this goes hand in hand with that idea of superficial modesty. And I am not calling you or anyone else out. I've been guilty of this too. There seems to be something, for example, when people compliment me, the first thing I say is, oh, no, no, like you look pretty. Oh, no, no, I'm not pretty. Or, oh, no, no, this, I just woke up like this. Like there is a downplay of who we are. No, 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 I'm not smart. I'm not good at this. It just, it happened. No, it didn't happen. If, especially if you're good at something, most likely you have dedicated a lot of time for it and there is nothing wrong with being appreciated, but we do this that we cannot really grab a compliment. And also this other thing that I absolutely dislike is when we're fishing for compliments, but in a a very strange way where we put ourselves down and then we wait for the other person to pick us up. For example, when we're like, oh, this dress looks horrible on me. And then we wait for someone else to be like, oh no, that looks amazing. You should totally wear that. Are you kidding me? You look like a goddess. Why are we putting ourselves down? Why are we saying these mean selves about ourselves and even telling others? The problem is that other people can say whatever they want to us. But the moment that we put ourselves down, the moment when we call ourselves ourselves ugly or dumb or stupid, is the moment that we lose trust in ourselves. We lose trust in who we are. We lose trust in our words because 
we are bashing ourselves with our words. We are being self-deprecating. Sometimes we say things that are funny in, in a way that's a form of self-deprecating humor. I don't think there is anything wrong with that because I like to joke about my own strengths and weaknesses and I don't mind having weaknesses and I don't mind making a joke out of them as long as it's me who's making a joke and as long as I am with people that they understand that I'm making a joke. But most importantly, I know that I'm making a joke out of it. And I trust myself in that. I'm not talking about that fun, humorous, even though there can be some truth in that. If you're always trying to be funny and you're picking yourself because you're afraid that other people are going to pick on you, so you just do it by yourself, then there is a big chance that those people, if you are so afraid that they're going to pick on you, are not the people you should, not, you should be hanging out with. But because we all lack the self-love, we are not aware of that. We're not aware of putting those boundaries. I'm sorry, I got really riled up on that. The other side of self-love that I think it's equally as toxic and it's a superficial type of self-love, it's not real, is the fake confidence. I actually dislike the term fake it till you make it. I dislike the idea that we have to put on a mask in front of people and then we had to pretend like we are extremely confident, like we are someone we are not because what happens is, and I've, I've tried to do that a lot, but when I do that, I refuse some parts of myself that are not confident. I shut them down, I shame them, I put guilt in that and I refuse to listen to those parts of myself. I refuse to acknowledge them. I refuse to learn the lessons that they're trying to teach me. And so that shows up in so many different ways in my life, in my relationships, in my career, everywhere, in my friendships. And they're so hidden and so deep that I don't even recognize them anymore. Self-love means sitting down with yourself, the entirety of you, even the parts that you dislike about yourself, even the part that is not confident, even that hurt child that was told horrible things. If you do not stay close to that her child, then you're treating them the same way others treated them. Then you are still breaking that trust with yourself. And so there is nothing wrong with being confident and, you know, being confident and I personally think of it as a practice. If we think that we are perfect and we turn a blind eye to the entirety of ourselves, then we are doing ourselves a disservice. We are not being honest and genuine in the love that we can actually feel for ourselves. And it is an amazing feeling to really, really embody the self-love. And secondly, we are failing to see where we can step up, where we can learn the lessons, what is 
what are some parts of ourselves trying to teach us. And we can do that with no judgment. There is no need for judgment and there is no need to be very um, harsh with ourselves. And at the same time, there's no need to be very soft with ourselves because if there is that established trust that we have with our own self, then we can still learn the lessons. We can still love ourselves without being perfect. On one side, we have this idea that we say that we're perfect and we should not change anything about ourselves. And actually beneath all of that, we think that we are not worthy of anything in life unless we're perfect. And that is a rough place to be in. That is hell. It doesn't matter what other people think, if you are confident or not. It doesn't matter if other people think, if you love yourself or not. Being honest with yourself and facing yourself is tough. And I can tell you because there's been countless of times where I've been known to being a confident person and I've been known to being someone who loves myself and someone who is positive and is um, always knows what to do in life. And there's been moments where I have sat down with myself and I have been ashamed to look at myself. I'm not saying appearance-wise, I'm just saying I've been ashamed to look at myself because in my mind, unless I was perfect, then I wasn't worth anything. I wasn't even worth a mediocre life. And if you have felt any of these feelings, if you have felt any of this, I can assure you, and you know, and we know how horrible that is. Self-love has really nothing to do with other people. It has to do with yourself. It has to do so that when you are in quarantine accidentally, when something is happening with the world, you don't have to learn how to make beer bread <laughs> instead of facing yourself. I mean, that was a joke, but what I mean is you are not scared of yourself. You are not looking for self-love in other people. You are not looking for self-validation in other people looking to fulfill the emptiness in your chest because you don't want to sit down with yourself. Now, that brings me to another point because I think a lot of people are capitalizing on this lack of self-love and that, that is just how the world works. You know, where there is a need in the market, there is going to be people who will respond to that need. And there's been a rise, it's called the new age spirituality. There's been a rise of courses and classes of meditation and yoga and breath work and shadow work and light work and all of it. And I don't want to say anything bad about any of them because honestly, I do all of them. <laughs> um, I have taken those classes. I have paid money to for someone to tell me how to love myself. 
And some of these classes are great, are amazing. The teachers are amazing, they're inspiring and um, absolutely love them. But there's always these titles that I dislike, these kind of clickbait um, titles. And I completely understand where they're coming from. Kind of like, do this meditation for 21 days and your life will change. And I'm a big proponent of meditations. I meditate every day, but Nothing is going to change your life until you allow it. There isn't not a solve all meditation or class or practice because they're all tools to get you to really sit down with yourself. And you can do that for free without needing anything. They're only tools that will help you if you allow them to but first and foremost you can change your life with everything as long as you open your mind to it as long as you start it with a new mindset if you remember mr miyagi teaching the kid to wipe the car or was it wipe the window and the kid was so surprised and Thing was Jaden Smith. He was so surprised and he's like, What? I thought I was gonna learn how to fight. You can learn how to love yourself even with just doing housework. I don't want to go on a tangent, but it's about mindfulness and it's about a new mindset. And it's about sitting with yourself and stop letting your mind run wild and try to distract you. And doing that is not easy. And it brings me to the other point that I want to make. 21 days are not going to undo the habits that you have built for your life. I think of self-love as a habit. I think of everything as a habit, especially since I read The Power of Habit. Um, I will link the book in the description. It is a great book, but I think of everything as a habit. You know, I have developed a habit of speaking down to myself and not trusting myself. And I am 23, so I've been doing that for 23 years. And now there's not going to be 21 days, no matter what type of meditation it is, that is going to change 23 years of habits. No, it's going to take time. And people don't want to hear that. People want a quick fix. There is no quick fixes when it comes to yourself. You, Again, this is about being honest with yourself. You cannot lie yourself. You can lie other people. You can say to other people that you took yoga for 15 days and now your whole life has changed. But you cannot lie for yourself. You can, Sorry, you cannot lie to yourself because the moment you come out of that yoga class and then you come home and you start crying to yourself to sleep, that it doesn't matter what you say to other people. It doesn't matter. What it matters is that you feel bad in this moment. It feels like hell. And it's not easy. And it's not glamorous sometimes. I mean, there are times when you can. There are times when you want to run a bath and you want to make the best food for yourself. And you do want to do that yoga class, which by the way, I really recommend because I love yoga. But 
I mean, even yoga, and I don't want to go on a tangent, even yoga, it is a uh, ancient practice that started with Upanishad. And we only, here in Western, we only know Hatha yoga. We kind of only know the yoga that creates movements in our bodies, but there's different types of yoga that have to do with meditation, they have to do with lifestyle, they have to do with even marriage, uh, karma. There's uh, yoga by doing, always doing the right thing. Even the yoga practice is a full-on practice with so different facets that life can bring. So a class is not going to change you. A meditation is not going to change you. You can change you by first accepting who you are. The other thing is you might never come around to fully love yourself. You know, there is going to be times when your brain is going to take the best of you and say something mean to yourself. But what you do next, it matters. Because you say, oh, I look so bad in this dress. And then you catch yourself and you're like, okay, I see that I said that. And that is not true. I don't look bad. But I understand that I don't like the way my body looks right now. And I don't want to put it down. But at the same time, um, I respect this feeling. And then it feels better. Even though you just put yourself down, you feel much better. And that's what we're going to focus on, is feeling. So to end this quite long episode, I have no idea how long it is. I would like to give you some takeaways from this episode and some um, action items that you can do. Well, first of all, take some time to sit with yourself, maybe journal about or even just meditate on it or uh, think on it the idea of the entirety of you you know this concept the entirety of me what does that mean to you what are some parts of yourself that you absolutely dislike and i'm not just talking appearance wise and then once you pick that part of yourself that you do not like you pick that and then you go deeper into it and you say what parts of myself do not like this part of myself and why most likely a lot of things are connected to childhood, connected to trauma that we do not realize. And I would really recommend while you do this, if you feel like you cannot do it on your own, seek therapy. It is life-changing because you can bring all these topics and talk through them with your therapist. And therapists are great and they, I mean, they finished their school for this and they are experts at this. You don't have to do this on your own. Secondly, be patient. Rome wasn't built in a day. And yet, the empire still got divided and was ruined. Okay, that is not inspiring. I don't know why I said that. But be patient. Take every day, take it day by day. I know that you really want to achieve something and you finally want to be happy you will soon realize that the secret of happiness lies in the now and lies in the um, non-fulfillment of things honestly and there's something that I can talk about in another episode but be 
patient with yourself. 21, you cannot change your habits for 21 days if you have a lifetime that you've been doing it. And finally, I know it's a cliche quote. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. But with self-love, it's something that I can really, really testify with this quote because you're never going to reach the destination of fully, completely, hundred, a thousand percent loving yourself. But it's a journey. It is that journey of loving yourself slowly and slowly. That is, that is worth it. One last thing before I close this episode. A lot of people say that you are not capable of loving other people unless you love yourself first. And I disagree with this because actually we are used to not really looking at other people and picking things on. But we are used to looking at ourselves and picking things that are not okay with us. So it's actually easier to love our pe- other people than it is to love ourselves. And sometimes a good exercise is to even think of yourself as a friend and how you will treat them at that point. So I disagree with that. And I also disagree with the idea that we cannot receive love until we love ourselves. There is a little bit of truth to it, is that it's hard for us to recognize and allow that love if we don't love ourselves. But if we love the other person enough and we have built a trust with them and we trust them, then we trust that they love us. And even though we might not be able to fully understand why, it is still love. Because if you think like that, then you're gonna think that you're not worthy of love until you love yourself. And that is not true. Because that, funnily enough, brings you back to self-hatred. So take some time to yourself and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share and like and write a review if you enjoy it or a comment. I don't know how this works. But have a wonderful day. And this has been the Mindful Storyteller.